anyone off the street can come up to you and say, "Hey Nita, come with me to this windowless van and you just walk it." Like just, "Hey, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. thank you." Yeah, probably. <laughs> Breakfast show, the podcast. So it's day two of Kevin J filling in for Douglas. Yes, it is day two. I can count also. Yeah, <laughs> very good. <laughs> And I find out he's been lying to us all. Your name isn't actually J. No, it's not. It's it's Kevin J is like a stage name that I use because uh, my real name is wait, too wait, hard wait, to wait, pronounce. Wait. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to tell me your real name. No, no, no. I want to guess first. Okay, go on. Is it Jayamurti? No. Is it Jayaramnath? What is that? Is it Jayarta? Are you naming like Kaijus <laughs> or something? <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, my name is Kavin Jayaram. Jayaram. Ah, it's very simple. It's, that's my name. That's my name in my IC. That's, yeah. That's everything. But the problem is, I have to change my name because apparently it was too difficult for white people to pronounce. How many white people are saying your okay, name? Okay, so this is the first ever gig that I got. This was about 2008. Okay. Right? It's a big gig. Uh, it was Comedy Club KL. They came to Malaysia with two international acts, right? Okay. Dave Callan and uh, James Moffat. Now okay. I was the 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 local star, you know, opening for them and stuff like that. Right. And then they they advertised it in a radio station, not this one. <laughs> so got it. They they got an Australian guy to do uh-huh. the voiceover. Right? right, so the promo was great. You know, it was like you know banging everything, and then after that they were like, and featuring James Moffat, Dave Callan, and Kevin Jerram. Oh no! And then I, and that's the moment when I heard it on radio. The moment I thought. I need to change my name. <laughs> so now you're Kevin J. Yeah, and it's so much easier because I I travel to US to to UK. Everybody can ah uh, Kevin J. Okay, easy. Okay, it has yeah. a ring to it as well. Yeah, so that's cool. But then my dad now because yeah. you know I've been popular, <laughs> so my dad changed his name from Jayaram yeah. to J. No, like J A Y, like you know, th- that's the thing. And he does uh, e hailing. Yeah. So on his uh, e hailing card thingy, yeah, uh, it's J. So people get the booking, and people thinking like this twenty four year old hipster is gonna show up, and then hey, the seventy year old man drives up and like hello. <laughs> so cute. But if you think about it, right, you're not really allowed to make fun of your dad because after the age of fifty, it's like you can call yourself whatever you want and get away with it, right? No, 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 no. Please don't, please don't call yourself like you know, like some young name like. Chad Fly <laughs> FM So we're talking about Naming ourselves Because that's a pretty big deal In entertainment Right So That's right You went from Kavin Jairam To Kavin J Yes You didn't have to say it like that no. Why? Kavin Jairam <laughs> That's how you say it lah Then how do you say no, it? It's true It's true It's just it's, it's weird for me To hear my own name Being said to me <laughs> Well With uh, me Choosing my name For mm. uh, this entertainment line Right mm. uh, It happened when I was Sitting with my boss Right And he asked me to decide in like two minutes, so I sat there. My whole life was flashing before my eyes, like <laughs> as if I was about to die. And I needed to tell him what to put on my gravestone, right? <laughs> so I went from like, okay, Juju. That's a nickname. Juju. Juju was a nickname that I had in school. Like that's some so friends, cute. yeah, so right. Cute. Some friends still call me Juju Girl or Juju Bings, which is kind of cool. Yeah, now. I'm going to start calling you that. No, it's very, uh, it's very Malaysian. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. And then the other names were Nita or Wanita. Obviously, I went and I stuck with Wanita because you. 
would be so weird I feel for strangers to call me Nita because it's something my family calls me okay all right yeah so it's very familiar like if a stranger came up to me and uh-huh. called me Nita I'd be like ah oh, you know me so it's it's okay if I like follow you into this van <laughs> like hey, Nita come wow. oh okay so just anyone <laughs> anyone off the street can come up to you and say hey Nita come with me to this <laughs> Windowless when and you just walk it like just hey yeah please yeah, yeah. thank you oh, yeah, probably <laughs> fly fm I feel like this is why religious teachings are good sometimes like this man in India who really needs some guidance in his life I feel he divorced his wife because she only knew how to cook instant noodles what the heck instant <laughs> wait hold on you know how like people say instant noodles is bad for you because it cause hair loss and stuff like that yeah. now it cause divorce also yeah so crazy right so I think there was uh, this court session or something like that was going on and they asked the judge about the most memorable cases and he brought up this instant noodle case the man really he really said i want to divorce my wife because it was noodles for breakfast lunch and dinner she goes to the provision store and bought only instant noodles then that was my nice indian accent yeah i i you don't ever do that again then eventually the both of them mutually agreed to divorce i totally get her because it was probably a test Like you say for better or worse, right? If noodles also you get out tired, imagine if I'm sick and I cannot cook you anything. Okay lah, instant noodles is every day is bad, <laughs> right? But here's the thing, but you have to depends on what flavor lah. You What know, do you mean? Because if like breakfast tom yum and then lunch is curry and then dinner is laksa, okay what? <laughs> Are you really saying okay that? Okay what? I mean, got variety ma. Do you truly believe that? No lah. <laughs> <laughs> Does your wife uh, do anything for? She cooks for you. Ah uh, well no actually I do most of the cooking at home. Okay. But the thing is like me and my wife sometimes we we have arguments right. where she wants me to do things. Uh-huh. Right, but when I do it, she thinks I do it wrong. Thinks like what? Like okay, like washing the dishes. Oh, okay, okay. Right, I wash the dishes. She <laughs> say, oh, why you wash like that? Right, uh-huh. and then I don't wash. She say, why you don't wash? W- what does she not like about you washing the dishes? Apparently, I use too much soap. Okay, that's fair. She's right about that because some soaps have chemicals that cause cancer, you know. Oh no no, don't worry. I use the cancer-free one. Yeah, please. Men don't read labels, okay? No, that's no, got labels. Yeah, big one. <laughs> My uh boyfriend and I, we have a convo, uh, like a conversation, right? And he likes to debate. So okay. that's where our arguments are because okay. he he's a writer. So he has this plethora of words in his vocabulary and he'll use these words and I don't understand what it means but I know he's winning the argument then I'll get angry like no that's not fair I will win. Okay so y'all have the occasional <laughs> contratemps lah. What contratemps? Ah uh, that's arguments in you know big people words. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> but you know what you should do you should like you know maybe what you can do is you can buy a thesaurus or you know you can throw a book at him. <laughs> Oh, hey, you know what? Since we learn something, yeah. cook him ends instant noodle every day. <laughs> Confirm he lose one. Fly FM. So this guy in India divorced his wife because she could only cook instant noodles, but of course he didn't say anything about the fact that he can't cook, which is ridiculous. But he got us talking about the stereotypical or in Kavita Mike's non-stereotypical roles we play in our relationships. Uh when I first started dating my boyfriend Jonathan, mm-hmm. one of the things we talked about was cooking, whether okay. we both can cook or not, right? Okay. So I can cook. You but can lah. I can. Okay. But I don't like doing it. Wait, why? What don't you like about cooking? 
that is so mafan. Okay, fair enough. It's no, so I agree. It's so much work. Like the, the washing prep, up. yeah, to the prep up. and then the washing after that, and then by the time you eat your food, you're like kind of already full because you tasted everything. Wait, <laughs> how much food are you tasting while cooking? <laughs> But when we had this conversation, right, I was quite relieved because he said he doesn't mind eating out. Mm-hmm. Every day of his life Because he grew up in a hotel okay. His dad was like a hotel manager right, so Fair, yeah, enough, fair yeah. enough <laughs> Which is nice Yeah Like for me also Like my wife can cook Right uh, she, But she only She grew up in a very traditional household So she only can cook Indian food Well, right? sedap lah so, Okay lah, not bad But everyday Indian food is also not nice You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so enough. I uh, I do most of the cooking at home Because uh-huh. uh, She's working So I'm at home I'm the house husband lah in a way So you nice. know It, it I I cook a lot of things like my favorite thing to cook now yeah. now is tacos. Oh, tacos. Tacos. Is it easy, right? Yeah, yeah. No, hey, no. I make it from scratch, ah. <laughs> uh. I make it from scratch. That means the tortillas. I yeah. I don't buy from you know the shop. Oh really? I make the tortillas at home and then I make the meat and then I make this uh, the salsa. Can you say tortillas again? Tortillas. <laughs> Hey, it's how I say it. Okay, <laughs> if I make it, I can say it. <laughs> and then, like you know, and and so much so, like my daughter loves it. And so, okay. and once she turned to me and said, "Hey, you should sell this." I'm like, "Oh, and cute! Did. I did. I no did. way." D- uh, during the pandemic, uh, there was once uh, during the break in the pandemic between the thing. Yeah. So there was a food. Uh, court kind of thing That happened in the shopping mall uh-huh. And I opened a stall And we sold And we no sold way. not bad Not bad No we sold out every day So you, you you, I'm sure you did it With your daughter next to you No 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 I did it with a friend Papi Zack oh, okay. Who also <laughs> The worst The worst business partner In the world Because he doesn't know How to count <laughs> So like we sold 20 boxes of tacos yeah. right? And I, at the end I was like how, how many did we sell It takes him 15 minutes To count to 20 <laughs> okay? But you know Typical stereotype right Yes My wife is the breadwinner. Yeah. I am the bread maker. Why? <laughs> <laughs> FM. So this is uh not surprising, but did you know that Malaysia has more vehicles than people? Yeah, it's I it's not surprising <laughs> at all because my right. neighbor has yeah. five cars for no reason. He park everywhere <laughs> in front of my house, in front of people's house. Not just cars, dude. There's about 1 million more vehicles than people, which means that's more motorcycles, more buses, more taxis, more lorries even. Give it a couple of years and our traffic is going to get as bad as Jakarta, I feel. Well, I've been to a lot of countries. Yes. India and Philippines have the worst traffic. If you right. think Malaysia is bad, yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. these places are mad. Like Philippines, for instance. Yeah. Uh, I remember I had a gig to go to from the hotel. It's 15 minutes, right? Okay. On Google Maps, it's 15 minutes. This was a stand-up gig? Yeah. Okay. And the thing is, I took a e-hailing, right? right? Uh, got in. Four hours later, I reached the oh, event. Oh man, did you miss your own set? Or yeah, what? I did. Like you they d- had to delay. Like you know, they had to tell the audience. Like, listen, uh, he's from Malaysia. He didn't know about the traffic. Right. So, <laughs> so I, I, I strolled in. The show was almost going to be finished oh, already. Oh man, that's their fault. They should have sent you a limo or a, a, a motorbike. A limo, <laughs> a limo. I'm not that kind of comedian, no. And then in India, yeah. Like I feel like those people drive like. Uh, daredevil yeah. They use sonar Right Because <laughs> everywhere you go is beep 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 beep, beep, beep. It's just use the horn All the time For no reason Yeah that's true Because it's legit scary Driving in India though I have a friend From India And she still doesn't drive To this day Because she had an accident In India She apparently took a turn And crashed into Someone's house Wait hold on I, That doesn't sound like An India problem That sounds like Your friend problem <laughs> Okay Because there's One billion cars Your friend Crashed into a house 
Like, and, and it's not like the house was moving or anything, you know. It's just there. That's so bad. Fly FM. So there are more vehicles than there are people in Malaysia, which is unsurprising with the amount of traffic jams we've been stuck in. But it got us talking about driving in general. You got your driver's test quite late, right, Kevin? Okay, this is quite embarrassing, but I got my driver's license at 24. Wow. And the only reason for this is because I was not in Malaysia at that time. I was then? working on a ship. I was working offshore. Okay. So I, instead of driving cars, I used to drive ships. Since you were 18 or what? Since I was 18, yeah. Well, that's kind of a cool flex. I guess. But the problem <laughs> is when I was 24, yeah. as, a, as a grown man, Yeah. Right, getting the driver's test. I went to the driver's instructor. Instructor. Yeah. He looked at me. He's like, "Oh, you are 24. It's okay, lah. You don't need that many classes, right?" Yeah, because he, he thought you he was yeah, driving since he, you were 16. Yeah, he thought something. I was some like drifter or something, right? <laughs> and then he got me into a car. Yeah. Right. And then I was so bad. He said, "Yeah, I think you need extra classes." <laughs> like, please. What did you do? No. Okay. So, uh, it was just the gears. I couldn't figure it out. Right. And then I couldn't. I couldn't figure out how to wear shoes and drive. Okay. Huh? And then during the driving <laughs> test, what happened was. I got in the car. Okay, yeah. now I know how to drive already, right? I got in the car, everything happening, yeah. right? The driver looks at me, uh, the instructor looks at me and says, "Okay, bila sedia jalan." Okay. Right? I jalan lah. No, that's like usually a trick. Yeah. A trick statement. Exactly. And I jalan. I I went, you know, traffic light stop and then the uh, roundabout I did perfect, you know, and then he looks at me and say, "Eh, Seat belt tak pakai eh? Ah. I just slam on the brakes Middle of the road no. And then I put on my seat belt He just looks at me like Look, if you stop the car <laughs> On the side of the road yeah. Get to neutral Pull up the handbrake Then put your seat belt I can understand But this <laughs> one You just stop in the middle of the road Emergency brake Oh man And yeah So I failed it lah That's bad The first car That I got was My bumper car Ah, that's what I called it. Okay. It was red. It's my sister's old car. Okay. Now I could only listen to like CDs and radio okay. at the time. As <laughs> opposed to what? What else you want to listen to? <laughs> I got into so many minor accidents in it, most of which were my fault. Honestly, fair enough. Yeah. So once um, I left my friend's house and I checked uh, both side mirrors, mm-hmm. the rear view mirror, it was clear. I reversed. Uh-huh. And boom! I hit a. Pillar. I think because it was white and it blended into the rest of the wall. No, no, no. I I completely understand because you know these pillars come out from nowhere. <laughs> yes, right? thank you. No, no. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> It's true. It came out of nowhere. Like in uni, also I used to accidentally hit people's car in the car park, and then I jumped, which I regret. Yeah, until okay, today. Okay, so you know uh, anyone who has been. Had their car hit by wanita, you can call now and yeah, yeah. Uh, claim your insurance lah. Yeah, nombor yang anda dial tidak dapat dihubungi. <laughs> Jangan cuba lagi. <laughs> Fly FM. Now, before you go off on us for doing celebrity news, let me just say this: this is a sad thing to happen to anyone. Justin Bieber has facial paralysis and has to put his Justice World tour on hold. The Biebs has Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Yeah, like is Gordon Ramsay now, you know, worried that he's going to get Bieber fever or something? That's so bad. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, he put a video on Instagram talking about this and it looks really scary, dude. I have this syndrome called Ramsey Hunt syndrome and has caused my face to have paralysis. So, for those who are frustrated by my cancellations of the next shows, I'm just physically not capable of doing them. Yeah, he sounds like he has a sore throat as well. Yeah, I know. Uh, are you a Bieber fan? Well, the thing is, no. Don't but laugh. then, sometimes when I hear a song, right, and I'm like, wow, not bad, uh, this song. And uh-huh. then I find out, oh, it's Justin Bieber. Just admit lah, you're a Bieber fan. Uh, you know, it's... 
Why is it so hard? It's for very you to... difficult. It's very difficult for me to admit. But you know what? Maybe they can use his songs. Yeah. To announce the cancellation of the tour, like how? Like, like for instance, like is it too late for me to say sorry? <laughs> got cancelled. <laughs> hey, you know what, Bieber? It's fine. It's completely fine because a wise man once said, "Yeah, you should love yourself. Go love yourself, people." <laughs> I don't think he meant it like actually loving yourself. No. Uh, meant- <laughs> how? Can you please explain to me how that song works, please? Never mind. Fly FM. I'm sure you already know this, but Justin Bieber has something called the Ramsey Hunt syndrome, where half of his face is paralyzed. Now he has to put his world tour on hold. That's something terrible to happen to. Anyone, yeah, I feel very, very sad. But I mean, the fact that I know people who bought tickets to his uh, tour, and y- now you bought tickets. To no, his tour. I didn't. It wasn't me. Okay, <laughs> somebody else bought tickets. Yeah, but it got us talking about performing when we weren't well. Like uh, I start first, uh, my mm, study. It's mm. happened to me several times. But the first one was when I had to sing for my sister's wedding with a cough. I was like 16 years old or 17 years old, um, and I'm not saying this is going to happen to Justin Bieber or whatever lah. But for some reason, mm. for me, usually. Just goes away when I'm on stage performing. Like suddenly, it just disappear. Yeah, it's about the adrenaline, right? When I'm ah, on stage, so like uh, the only thing I've had is like you know very bad stomach pain. Oh, and then when red, I go red on bear chair bed, ah. chair red chair. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so much effort in that. Uh. <laughs> it didn't even come out properly. But never mind. <laughs> So you know, yes, that that one. Yes. And then I go on stage, but adrenaline. Okay, the moment I get off stage, ah. I have to go to toilet like oh, immediately, right? Like, explosive. I've, this happens several times. Yes, uh, I have a problem lah. <laughs> la, basically, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, because I eat food that I'm not supposed to. But when I was working as well, yeah, like I don't get sick often. Yeah, but I used to have a boss who mm. was very strict. Like he, you, you need to come to work every day. Uh, you need to come yo. to work. It doesn't matter if you're sick. You are, you, you, you can be dying. So terrible. Yeah, you, you have to leave the hospital to come. Even if you die, yeah, you still come to work. Okay. <laughs> In fact, you know what? Your spirit can come to work. Your body can say no. Turun ya. Yeah, it's so bad. But that's why you quit your job, lah. So you're okay now. No, that's that's even worse because now I'm sick. Also, I still have to go to work because <laughs> I'm the boss. Ah, para muka. Fly F. So in case you didn't know, it's World Blood Donor Day today. Yes, it is, and I'm a regular blood donor. Like uh, I give blood every six months. You can ah. Uh. Yeah, hey, I got a lot of blood. Okay. <laughs> you got no like diabetes. No, 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 no. <laughs> half the reason why I give blood also is for them to tell me like uh, your blood cannot use because got problem. <laughs> But then, oh, no, it so, is, so it's it, like a check. Yeah, at it, the same time. <laughs> no, it is though because uh, if you give blood, yeah. they will check your blood, and if you have a problem, they will tell you, and it's free. So yeah, so in that sense, it's good for you to go donate blood. Right, two birds with one stone ah. kind of thing. Okay, well, a producer Rachel is going to go and record you. Apparently, and I I found out things about you, Rachel. Oh God, what? Uh, what? Like I I heard that you're scared of blood. I'm not scared of blood. Like, uh, I would go donate blood, but I'm kind of a regular fainter. So that's a regular fainter. Yeah. I, you know, just um, once a year kind of faint. So you just pink sun. Yeah. Once no. a year is. I I find that very occasional. Uh, but yeah, once a year, like just just like got quota, is it? Like you just walk in, like oh yeah, I'll do check faint this year. Huh? Oh. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna put all of this up on our socials. Um, it's at five fm nine five eight tomorrow. And according to Pusat Dara. Negara, the stock for blood types B negative and O negative are running low, so you can go and donate your blood as well if you are these type. It's the only time that is good for you to be negative. 
<laughs> okay. Okay, thank you very much for your joke, Kevin. Can sit down now. Fly FM. So apparently, uh, sleeping next to a partner could be the key to better sleep. I gotta wait a couple of years for this. Okay, hold on. You have to be specific. What, what? kind of partner you're talking about? Could be like <laughs> there's, there's so many partners. Like business partner, partner in crime, <laughs> badminton partner, life partner lah. Oh, okay. Um, oh, boy. So this was a study by the University of Arizona, and they said that people who share their bed with a spouse or romantic partner, there, the answer to your question, sleep better than other people. They have less severe insomnia. They fall asleep easier. They sleep longer. They also have shorter waking phases compared to people who spend the night alone. But get this. Right, um, it's not a surprise. But parents who sleep with their children most nights reported severe <laughs> insomnia than other volunteers, as well as more fatigue and higher levels of stress. So kasiyan. It goes to show two is company, three is a crowd. <laughs> I know this because my kid yeah. does karate in a sleep. Like when she sleeps, <laughs> like she does what? when she's scared or something. She yeah. comes to sleep with us, right? Yeah. Uh, suddenly, I get kicked in the. <laughs> The places where I don't want to get kicked. <laughs> okay, I uh, got you. And then also my my mom, my mom, yeah, deserves an award. Why? Right, because my dad, uh-huh. when he sleeps, right, he snores, uh-huh. and he snores like not the normal level of snore. Okay, oh no, he snore the the neighbor two doors down. Yeah, he complain. That's not. That's a lie. No, the whole house vibrates. I swear to God. <laughs> so what I do is right. I remember when I was a kid, right? Yeah. Uh, so because he snores so loud, we yeah. use that. Me and my brother, we use that yeah. as our getaway plan when we sneak out the house. <laughs> so when he snores, then you then yeah. you like open the door. So you know when he then open the door, <laughs> and then it's creaky stairs as well. So yeah. like you know every time like then you step. <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes he stops snoring. Yeah, right, and then you stuck there in the stairs until six o'clock in the morning. Then your mo- my mother will wake up. Yeah, right in the morning. Then she's like, "What are you doing? Oh, I'm doing yoga." Yeah, right lah. You do yoga. Pretend only. <laughs> Fly FM. So we found out that sleeping with a partner can help you sleep better, but it's not always the case, especially if your partner has horrible sleeping habits. Right? We asked you to out your partner, and some of you sent us voice notes anonymously. Just a few days ago, my husband was talking in his sleep, and I woke up to him saying, "What is the diagnosis of the blood in the boy's stool?" And I was <laughs> like, "What is he even dreaming about?" That is disgusting. Yeah, I know. If he's a doctor, okay lah. If he's an accountant, then something to worry about, no. I shared a hotel room with my cousin once, and in the middle of the night, right, she got up, opened the door, and started walking up and down the hallway. I thought she was possessed, you know. She looked so confused, and when I woke her up, when I told her like she was sleepwalking, she just went, "Oh, okay," and ran back to bed as if nothing had happened. That was so so scary. So scary. Wow, I I don't know how I react to that, man. <laughs> like if if anyone I know did that, I I just leave. Right. My friend has this tendency to kind of cry and sniffle in his sleep. So one time, he stayed over at my house, and the next day, my parents asked me if my friend was okay. They were so worried and asked why he said, and had to explain that he's fine and that it's normal for him. <laughs> I think I know what's wrong. I think I know what's wrong with your friend. What? Okay, so he's a Manchester United fan, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we all cry in our sleep nowadays. <laughs> Breakfast show, the podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from six to ten a.m. on Fly FM.